Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Oregon. Uh, I think this game's 100% on me. Right? I don't think you guys got to look anywhere else besides me. Washington. Take it in and understand uh, the place and history of the program and understand what 12-0 really took to get to, to this point. This is a Pac-12 Championship Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Online at modspdx.com. Dirt and Spray on 1080. We face moments of adversity. Our guys never flinched. The fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fam, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, live on YouTube. Shout out to all of our watchers on YouTube. We love you. The guy who called me fat yesterday says I'm looking better today. I wore hey. black. I wore black just for you. Oh, I told the person. Just I, for you. I was telling him, <laughs> by the way, black's always slimming. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I said on the show, I said, I know it looks like maybe you've gained weight. It's that sweatshirt. <laughs> that sweater is massive. It's thick. We're looking tight today. We're looking tight. You're less racist today. You got a nice blue. You look like a Portland runner. Thank you. got you. a mustache with a nice blue hat and a Nike pullover. <laughs> very liberal look. Yeah. Do I look like the gal who went running in the snow? It's actually very good for your knees to run in the snow. It's ah! very soft and comfortable. And then she fell on her face. You think he looks very time. liberal? Is that what you said? What well, you said Portland runner. Yeah, that yeah, blue hat Is running around. Is every Portland runner liberal? What's your what's your problem, Schultz? Huh? What's I'm, your deal, bro? I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No, I'm just saying hey. get right to the meat. Open <laughs> your eyes. Yeah. Eight it's time t- to be woke. <laughs> Open your eyes. I'm going to tear your statue down. I bet you money. I bet you the house I don't own, to quote He's Brian Native Wheeler. American. You doing that would make you racist. Uh, damn it. Yeah, damn it. You can't steal this. Trying to fight these allegations, and they just keep <laughs> This statue was here first. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Valid point. You know? Um, I want to get to the ranking. So last night they come out. Boo Corrigan, who is- Kerrigan. I think it's Corrigan. Why is it K-E-R-R-I-G-A-N? I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Corrigan. Of course a guy named Boo <laughs> spells his name that way and says it that way. He was asked, they had Boo. a shorter show last night. He was asked, Reese Davis immediately went into the why is Oregon ranked ahead of Texas thing? Like, what's the difference there? What's going on? He, I don't know if he answered in English. 
His answers were so <laughs> nonsensical, like not getting to. It's like when you watch a political speech or a, a, a debate and say, so, hey, what are you going to do about health you know, healthcare. It's like, well, you know, the border's got a problem. It's like, okay, I didn't ask it, but can we answer the question that I asked? He just said, what are the metrics that rank Oregon ahead of Texas? And he basically had nothing to, he had nothing off the top of his head to give. I really believe he cited Bo Nix's completion percentage. I think he did. (laughs) He was asked, what do you make of Florida State without Jordan Travis? Do you rank them differently without their starting quarterback? And his answer was, well, Trey Benson had three touchdowns. So none of this makes any sense. I do want to hammer on something, though, that happened last night. So if you missed the rankings, they come out at 4 o'clock yesterday. I did. Uh, I've, I've made an effort to not watch I don't watch blame them. you at all. I have nothing to do with that time of the day, so it's like, ah, whatever, I'm going to watch. Ohio State did fall behind Oregon. Oregon's still the highest-ranked one-loss team, and they're behind, obviously, the four undefeated teams of Florida State, Michigan, Washington, and Georgia. By the way, nailed that. Told you, Ohio State behind Oregon. You did. You nailed they that want or- they, they, they can't say it. They want Oregon in that fourth spot. They need, they need this action. No, 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 they no. Like no. This. They like this. these uniforms. I, I I do think they like the uniform. I think they genuinely think they're the better team, but they know they can't do it yet. And I know we're going to get to something here, but I, I think the committee was telling you yesterday, okay. we like Oregon more than Florida State. They debated on the show yesterday, and I argued against this years ago, and I think I'm going to flip-flop and argue against myself. If somebody had highlights of our show, you could do the Skip Bayless thing, where you pull one clip of me arguing another thing, and then another clip of me arguing the exact opposite of that thing, and I'm arguing with myself. I have argued for years that the committee cannot play God with college football. That is, it should be about finding the foremost deserving teams of being there. There's a case this year that's going to really chap my ass because of the chaos that we currently have, and that is Florida State. Florida State's 12-0. They just finished an undefeated regular season. They survived their first game without their starting quarterback last week in the swamp. It was ugly. They were down early, but they found a way to come back and win. Their defense dominated two and a half quarters of that game. Totally did. Trey Benson is a stud. We know him well in the state of Oregon. He was a duck once upon a time. They play Louisville this weekend. I have reached the point that I emphatically am, am arguing Florida State needs style points to make it. I, I, Kirk Herbstreet and Greg McElroy got into it last night, and I actually side with Herbstreet. McElroy said they're undefeated, they're a Power 5 champion, you can't leave them out. And Herbstreet's point was, like, I give them credit for that season. This is a unique year where you have three or four other really deserving teams that have a case to be made for making the college football playoff in a, I would argue, harder conference to play. And the ACC is hot garbage again this year. Yeah, it turned out not to be very Clemson's good. down. North Louis, Carolina, North fell, Carolina on fell on their face. Yeah. Miami was a disappointment again. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how many ACC teams are even ranked. And Louisville's now number 14 after losing to Kentucky last weekend. How did they only drop to 14 losing at home? <laughs> To I believe at that point an unranked Kentucky team. I digress. I think they were like <laughs> six and five. I think Kentucky was like six and five going into that game. I just unless like the example that people would use would be Ohio State in 2014. They did it and they beat my team in the national title with a third string quarterback. And you're not wrong. But what that team did in the Big Ten title game was they beat Wisconsin and Gary Anderson 59 to 10. They chucked it all over. They looked like okay. They're going to be all right without their starting quarterback. Florida State eked out a win against a bad Florida team and their backup quarterback last weekend. They're playing, I would argue, one of the weaker opponents of the entire conference championship slate. If they don't look like a championship team, man, I'm, I'm, I have no problem arguing Texas over them. I have no problem arguing Washington over them if they lose on Friday. I have no problem arguing Ohio State over them. I don't want Florida State anywhere near my college football playoff. If you made it your team, you would. If it was Oregon, you mean? If Oregon was Florida State 
and Bo was not quarterbacking. The backup was, and you won a rivalry game, which, by the way, let's not overlook that part of college. Like, rivalry games matter. Washington State had no business keeping that a close game with the Huskies. Well, neither did Stanford or Arizona State. No, I, or I know, but my point Utah is, like, or... Auburn should have beaten Bama. Mm -hmm. And Pate just said with three weeks, Bama and Georgia are the best teams in college football. I disagree with the Bama part of that, but, like, that's the point. They should have lost to Auburn, who had just lost to New Mexico State. Mm -hmm. Rivalry games have to matter somewhat. They did trail early to that Florida team. They looked a little suspect. I thought defensively in the second half, they locked Florida's ass up. They couldn't do anything. It, to the point for me defensively, was like, oh, if they do this to Louisville, they're in. I hear what you're saying, style points and whatnot. They may not be one of the four best teams. I just don't know how you're going to punish a team for going undefeated, winning their conference outright, while losing their quarterback. And yeah. oh, by the way, yeah. if your argument is, and I would assume it is, as Herb Streets, four best teams, you're kind of angling for who's going to play Georgia, right? Because I think whoever wins Oregon-Washington is a three seed. If Michigan wins, they're the Likely. two. That is, it's the easiest so you think slam dunk. if Oregon wins, they jump Florida State, even if they win to be number three? Not even a question. They will Because they will have the Washington win. And the committee and everybody in the world knows what's a great sell for television. How about an aerial shot of the blimp of the Rose Bowl where it's half Michigan yellow, <laughs> half duck green, and it looks like a duck home game because it's green and yellow. They know this would be a big thing. That will happen. But I would argue what you're going to argue against is you don't want Florida State because they're going to get bludgeoned they're by get Georgia. Killed. They will get killed by Who, whoever they play. Who's going to beat Georgia? I don't know. Is Texas really going to beat Georgia? Texas has had some shaky-ass games. They damn near blew their TCU game. Mm -hmm. I know they blew out Texas Tech. Texas Tech's a dumpster at this point. They had some shaky games along their journey. They did when their quarterback was hurt as well. Yes, but like they haven't been perfect. Are they beating Georgia? Maybe you give them a shot. Maybe you don't, but I don't know if America would. So who's your Washington against Georgia? How's that going to go? So like if our argument is who's going to compete the hardest against Georgia, <laughs> that's a moot point and is not significant in any way to me. I don't think any fan of any other team would be having the opinion of keep Florida State out because they don't look deserving if it was their team. Yeah, I, the, the tough part would be like if you use the Oregon analogy, if they had played, let's say Bo got hurt two weeks ago and you had to play Ty Thompson in the Civil War and they win the game, I don't know, 17 or 10 to 7, uh, right? Like, well, you, 14 3 to 14 or sure, something. It's right? kind of ugly. Yeah. They would still be obviously going into the Pac 12 championship. The tough part in that argument would be if they were to win this weekend, they would have a win over a top three ranked team in the country who's undefeated. I don't think Louisville and Washington are in the same conversation. Louisville got smoked by Pitt. Like, Louisville doesn't have many quality wins on their schedule. They beat Notre Dame, but that was at the end of a gauntlet of schedule for Notre Dame in which everybody kind of saw that loss coming. Louisville is a good story. They're a decent team. They're not a top five, top ten team in the country. They're just not. Um, so I think that's the tough part with that argument. If Oregon were to lose, obviously, with a backup quarterback, I would never argue that they deserve to make the college football playoff. Is Washington right now a top-five team in the country if I took the rankings away from you? And I don't, given what you've seen them do on the field, would you say they're top-five? I don't think that they are. Again, the caveat, though, is their starting quarterback is playing. Now, he might be hurt, but he's playing. He's still in the game, which will give them at least somewhat of a puncher's chance. Now, to your point on Georgia, I don't know if anybody can beat Georgia. I'm terrified of having to play Georgia. The argument that Herb Street made yesterday... It's just simply that outside of last year where you had Georgia, Ohio State be close and Michigan TCU ended up being a good game. Everybody thought they were going to be blowouts. Outside of that, the semifinals, basically the entirety of the playoff have been horrible games. 
Horrible. But you can't you can't pick games based on if we think the matchup will be better for television. I I know it's a TV product, but you just you just laid out a team last year that nobody picked to win their first playoff game and largely mm-hmm. thought, cool, they just lost a Big Ten tight or Big Twelve title game yeah, to it, Kansas State. That's gonna be in the playoff. And everybody jumped on the Michigan train. They whooped their ass. Yeah. So like I hear it. I get it. It makes logical sense what you're saying. I just don't think there's a real argument to be made from other fans because if it was their resume, they'd say, no, 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 we're in. And I and I, I, think Florida State would largely get beat up by Georgia. I also am asking you, what team wouldn't at this point? Georgia's Georgia. They are Georgia, and we'll see what happens this weekend. I, I'm just kind of hoping that this doesn't even become a debate and Louisville takes care of it. Because I don't think that Florida State is one of the four best teams in the country. I'm putting a poll question. If the Seminoles win the ACC, do you want them in the playoff? Do you want them in the playoff? Not should they be. Not are they deserving. Do you want them in the playoff? Yes. Reward them. No. Not top four, in my opinion. Like To get back to the argument we had at the end of the last hour, if Oregon wins this weekend and if Texas wins this weekend, is there anybody out there that would say Florida State would beat Oregon or Texas on a neutral field right now? Now, a lot of that will depend on how they look against Louisville, but let's say they win in a similar fashion that they did against Florida. There's nobody that would, right? And so I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little I'm a little weary, weary okay. of Texas. I think Texas is making a great case. I think their resume will certainly be there if they beat Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. I've watched more Texas this year than I have in a while, and and they have that win. They do. That was also very early in the Milrow era. Yeah. I think he's a different quarterback. I think they're kind of a different offense since then. They've used his legs a little more. I think Texas can be shaky. Texas doesn't leave me with the same confidence that Oregon does. If Oregon played Florida State, I'd pick Oregon to win that and maybe win that by double digits. Hmm. Texas, they lend themselves to weird things. Like, I know they beat Tech last week. Just go back two weeks ago if you want. Iowa State. Go back three weeks ago. Yep. They, they've they been in some dogfights and nearly blowing big leads to bad teams. I hope it all settles itself on the field, but we could be heading for some controversy on Sunday. We'll see what happens, man. It all starts Friday night, packed off title game, and then the rest of the games are on Saturday. There's your chaos. There's your, this is chaos. And I get the point that Pate's making where I just simply disagree is I – I don't like Washington to me is a great example of this. They might win Friday and this all becomes moot. God, I'm going to have a lot to say if they win that game Friday. <laughs> we all, you're going to have a lot to say. <laughs> if they win on Friday, Schultz's nervous. If Oregon wins on Friday though, like I it's fun bantering with Husky fan. They haven't like dude, they're 12 and 0. Yeah, their their know, only loss would be to a team yep. that they already beat. Like that's preaching to the choir. Dude, that's tough, man. That's a brutal thing to say. Hey, congratulations on an undefeated season. Goodbye. You lost at the wrong time. <laughs> you like <laughs> the, if you lose if you lose the first one and win the second one, you're in the playoff. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I th- that's why I'm all for an expanded playoff. Let's continue on college football though. Some weird notes out of the Pac-12. Chip Kelly sticking around. How do we feel about that at UCLA? What's going on in Boulder and is this quarterback worth it? We'll get to those next on the fam. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pac-12 Championship Week with Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. A mind-blowing stat at the Vancouver Ford text line. <laughs> 503-864-6326. I went and fact-checked it. Yeah. Louisville, Louisville, is in the ACC title game this weekend. The fight in Jack Harlow's. The fight. <laughs> did you go to Louisville? Is he a Louisville guy? I don't think he did college. Okay. I, I just think That's right. We talked about that. He's from, from Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. See, I remember that. Look at that. Mm. Steel trap. What's popping? I didn't kill those brain cells. The other ones, they're con. Over here. Brand new whip just hopped in. Brand, brand new whip. I got options. I got options. I could pass this bitch like Stockton. <laughs> Okay, nice. No? No. Okay. I got nothing for you. All right. They played three road games this year. It's the whitest thing you've ever done. Louisville played three road games this year. How is that allowed? It's a great question, three, Bob. Like three true road games? So their, their opening game was against Georgia Tech. It was a neutral site game. It was the Aflac kickoff game in Atlanta. So well, that was that's the, uh, that's basically a home game for Tech. Yeah. Atlanta. Georgia Tech is in Atlanta. Yeah. So, yeah. sure. But it's not technically a true road okay. game. So, that would even if you count that, that's still a split of eight to four. It's the Oregon-Auburn thing. It's like, <laughs> well, it's a neutral site. It's I like, mean, it's in Dallas. So, you know. It's a, we literally played that game a year ago, and it was against Georgia. <laughs> I don't know why Georgia teams get right. to have their neutral site games in Atlanta. But I just, I don't know, mind-blowing stat. This is why college football is kind of dumb, that nobody plays a standard schedule. Huh. And I get it. I understand my take is controversial. Somebody said you can't. Um, you can't base the playoffs assume, you know, based on assuming who you would win, that kind of thing. My argument, in most years, this is not a strong argument, and I would not make it. This year, though, is unique. That somebody, there is a chance that a one-loss conference champion, a la Texas, a la Oregon, if they win, could get left out of the college football playoff. And that, to me, is just... It boggles my mind that Florida State would get in over them. That's I, the only argument I make. And to the people that are disagreeing with you, it's like I'm, and that's kind of where I am. Is you know, football is weird, and college football can be even weirder, and sure. it doesn't always make sense. Foul. I I got to tell you, I'm really genuinely surprised. You don't do it often to uh-huh. me. I didn't think I'd come in and have this much playoff hypothetical conversation with you. You are. <laughs> I'm all in, dude. My team's involved more, in this. I, I know, but like you're. I'm terrified of what's going to no, happen. Your team in Washington, if the committee said anything last night without saying it, they said, winner of that game's in. There's not a concern there. 
There's not. Paint as many pictures as you want. Oregon or Washington are in the playoff. It's 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 a Washington done deal. for sure. They're undefeated. If no, they win, there's no doubt. Oregon would beat the third team. It is a done deal. They like Oregon enough to put five. They didn't put Ohio State ahead of Oregon. Oregon wins. They're in. Paint all the crazy pictures you want. Oregon's in if they win. Washington's in if they win. The rest of that will get settled. Nobody's given us a chance. Chip Kelly sticking around at UCLA. What do we make of that move? He was fired three weeks ago, and then uh, they beat USC, and he was unfired. Well, and then they got blown out by Cal, and he was kind of refired. And then this weekend, he was unfired again. What did we learn? We learned UCLA's broke. <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. There was a plane flying over UCLA's campus yesterday saying, fire Chip Kelly. Fans, boosters, everybody down there is livid with this decision. Dude, he has least enthusiastic support right now. Maybe going back to... <laughs> I don't know. Like, what was pre-more? Was it New Heisel at the end? Was New it Heisel? New Heisel. I don't know who you'd have to use, but like, they—he doesn't have support, man. It's non-existent. But you know what he has that they didn't think about? Those idiots gave him like a four-year extension last summer. Yes, they did. So, what did we learn? UCLA is a bunch of broke boys. <laughs> maybe uh, all that extra Big Ten money. Maybe yeah, they should. It'll... Maybe they should win a Pack Two. It was yeah. and have real money. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Neuheisel was there before Jim Mora. Then you had Jim Mora, who had back-to-back 10-win seasons. Who was before Neuheisel? Durrell. Carl Durrell. See, I think you have to go back to that era of enthusiastic support. Chip Kelly is not hes not good with the public. He doesn't like doing the media thing. Hmm. He couldn't care less about any booster stuff. It, it, people don't go to these games. I, I just I don't, There's no juice there. But they proved they're broke. That's what I conclude with that. And who are you going to go get? Uh, I mean, seriously. Oh, not, you could get somebody. Uh, no, it's, it's L.A. It, it's no, 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 no. I, I hear that. But Big I'm 10 si- L.A. Would you rather have Jonathan Smith or Chip Kelly? Oh, Jonathan no, no, no. Smith. If Jonathan Smith were available, if he were looking. Is there know, something happening in our building? It smells like something's on fire. Uh, that, I don't know. Are you smelling that? It's, no, I do. Yeah. It smells like a tire fire. I mean, there's a really good chance it's a bum fire about no, 10 I, feet I, I know that way. way. <laughs> I, I know. Yes, I just yeah. it's creeping into the studio, and that's concerning. No, me. I, I was just trying to talk about the landscape of available coaches right now. It Obviously, like my aunt's house when she smokes <laughs> weed. <laughs> I don't see any all those incense. You're it's like not dude. even a good smell when she smokes. Yeah, weed. you're like that your sucks. mask. I'd rather smell the skunk <laughs> than the incense. Aunt Lisa, stop lighting no, no, nine incense I'm right getting now. it in here, too. Are no, you? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, so maybe we need to evacuate. No, we're fine. I'm just saying. Outside- we didn't talk about that on the Red Zone on Sunday, by the way. Oh, yeah. Scott Hansen had to bail the studio. I know this. It's going a little dark here, but <laughs> yeah. given what America is, I was actually afraid for his life, and I didn't want to witness something on live television. Somebody was going to take out Scott Hansen. Not our American hero, Scott Hansen. I, no, I, I'm not saying it was it, what that's what it was. I was just mentally as where mm-hmm. I kind of went, and I'm like, are we gonna get a, you know, I had uh, so and so plus the eight, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> screw the NFL, it's all rigged. I've been I didn't the- know. I've been on the air when the uh, fire alarm goes off like that. Honestly, it was exactly what I thought it was, which was just a errant fire alarm. Nothing I, was I actually you. wrong. I'm sorry. You're fine. We were well, talking about, Chip, talking about? Chip, Chip Kelly. Both of you did. It's fine. We hate. Hey, I, I like all the little extras. No, I, all I'm saying is, outside of Jonathan Smith, there was really nobody. You know, name wise, what what Mike Elko is going to be a nice big get for UCLA. Seriously, you're looking at like a coordinator on the up and coming, like a Dan Lanning was for Oregon, or it's a retread for UCLA. So the smart thing for them to do just is sit it? with Chip for the yes, because as you said, they're poor. They're moving to the Big Ten, so you need some kind of continuity. Trying to fire your head coach, go 
spend $30 million while you're still waiting for the new $50 million check to come in. Now, they, I know that their fans are pissed, but they've got to have some semblance of continuity. Continuity of eight wins. Yeah. But eight. Seven and five, actually, this year. Seven <laughs> oh, God, even better better than two and eight, right? Yeah, they. I, I think they're a case study of... We've, we've talked a lot about the importance of the transfer portal, recruiting, how you build your roster, and the transfer portal has opened things up completely in college football. And you're, you've already seen some names jump in, and it's it's the Wild West. This is the ex- prime example of you have to recruit. <laughs> like, you can go get as many guys. Like, you're not going to be able to build an entire roster through free agency. You have to have some homegrown organic uh, uh, talent, and Chip Kelly just doesn't He doesn't recruit. They somehow got Dante Moore. They tried to play him. Things didn't really work out there. He looked depressed by the end of the season, and like he wanted nothing to do with that. I think he's going through some family stuff, so maybe that's a part of it, but you have to have the balance and the synergy to build your roster. He just doesn't have it. Nothing's going to change there. Like I see your point about con- like who are you going to go get, uh, there's a lot of assistance. I think there's a lot of names. Gotten. You got you to try things. Like Oregon hiring Lanning. Let's be honest about this. They hired the D coordinator from Georgia. That is how you knew Dan Lanning. You never heard of that name prior to that special Georgia season, prior to everybody throwing his name out and saying, hey, he's the Georgia D coordinator. And it's been nothing but a smash success. But you you got to take chances. That was the perfect hire, though. I agree you got to take chances, but I doubt that UCLA's AD was as smart as Rob Bowens and has as much information going into a hiring decision. Why? Because well, Rob has had to hire. He had to hire three different coaches in the last three and a half years. He knew who was out there. I don't think that they're Yeah, but he could have hired a more stable name in our, in our minds than Dan Lanning. And here he comes, 33-year-old Dan Lanning, yep. recruiting at the top top of the world right now he was completely unproven bringing the sec thing to eugene now you have nil and it's like what's the price there's the check bye-bye like he's securing the high school guys the transfer portal guys. i just i hear what you're saying and i don't necessarily disagree with the idea of it i'm living in a different world in the nfl in college take chances man stop with the retread crap like, there are really good assistant coaches out there. Take a flyer. That can maybe change the entire fortune. But again, that's not really what this was. This was, we're the broke boys. Well, the other tough part is being a broke boy is that keeping Chip Kelly around will not bring in any new money. Nobody's no. donating. You're no. not getting any, any NIL money. You think he Steve from Crunch is excited fair. right now about yeah. the UCLA Bruins That's going to the That's a tough part with keeping him is they needed to grease the tracks a little bit financially with boosters and donors and all that kind of stuff. Ugh. And none of that money's coming in. He doesn't want to do any of that stuff. None of them want him there. And so all that pipeline is basically shut off. You know I've been on this chip thing for a couple years 100% now. 100% correct. I want to give credit, though, in this segment. I, can we get a proper Pacific Northwest round of applause? Justin Wilcox and Cal dismantling UCLA final game to be bowl eligible. Like, good year. Good year. Cal's not looked at very fondly by many people, and I I understand why. His defense was not very good this year. But, man, he figured out the offensive stuff. Cal getting to a bowl game. Nice little story in the Pac-12 of the season. That Mendoza kid was pretty fun to watch in the back half of the year. He'd he'd have some turnovers and stuff, but he was fun. He was entertaining. They probably should have beaten uh, USC as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they had a bad two-point play. Damn near beat Auburn in Cal. 14-10, That was a good game. Close game. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Close on a three-game winning streak. Good year for Wilcox. Chip Kelly sticking around at UCLA. We're over it, but, like... Another Pac-12 note looming, even though the season's not over yet, is the Cam Ward free agency. I want to get begun. to that coming up next because okay. it, it, there's a report out there about what maybe he could be getting. Does that 
Does that get you excited? Is that is he worth it? How do we feel about Cam Ward? Also, what's going on at Colorado? They've had a weird week so far. We'll get to those next. First, here's Schultz with SportsCenter. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. With Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080, The Fan. Well, another day, another day without enough time. We're running out of time. I would like to. The clock has not existed for you. No, should I go Columbus radio host? <laughs> I'm not going to commercial! I would probably argue on behalf of our boss that you haven't. <laughs> we fired blew, up today, man. We, we blew the clock out of the water. Pate screwed this whole thing up. This is all his fault. Damn it, Pate. I also like to thank the YouTube listeners who have noticed that I've switched my coffee mug from a white mug to a black mug. Ah. Power to the people. I didn't notice that. Power to the people. You're not a Jason Swigar, just open, regular coffee cup guy who fills it 88 times in a show. I don't think Jason Swigard has washed his coffee cup in 16 years. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. That's a fair point. The look of that thing. One of these days when he's done with his coffee, I will take a picture of the inside of the coffee cup. Oh. It's disgusting. It's yeah. stain. There's like layers of stain on there. He does not believe in washing the old cup. It's it like is unbrushed a, teeth. Yes. It is a white coffee mug, and the inside of it is like <laughs> poo brown. It's not supposed to look that way. Coffee doesn't stain like that. My uh, gambling co-host, is. Um, she's got very white teeth, and I wore a white hat when I did the show on Sunday. And both her smile and my hat made it look like I had gross ass teeth. <laughs> like the whole show, I was just looking at myself and I'm like, stop smiling, stop showing your teeth. They're not as white as hers. They're not as white as that hat. Stop smiling, stop smiling. That was all that was going through my head. Um, what is, God, we're going to run out of time here. What's going on with Colorado? What we didn't make of that? They've lost some commitments. They've had some dudes enter the portal and I believe they've lost both coordinators, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I heard that they had lost Charles Kelly. I Googled it yesterday. I didn't see a story pop up, but I know that Sean Lewis, who was demoted yes. in season from play calling, got hired at San Diego State. A lot of people have said the the recruiting stuff. They've lost a couple of quarterback, two commits, four star guys, and I think a, a third guy on defense or something like that. And people are assuming that it is Dion going anywhere, and that's why they're decommitting. I just no. I don't. I find that story fascinating. Like it dominated the lexicon in sports, and we don't need to get into the whole Dion thing again. But no. I I find it interesting that it's not. Like I, the argument I think you would always make for Dion is the attention and the acquisition of talent that he was going to bring to Colorado. 
was something that really no other coach could do with Colorado. And their recruiting class right now is not good at all for no, this year. I think he's going to go look for Louie in the portal more so than the high school ranks. <laughs> okay, he, likes his, he likes his Louie older and more seasoned. <laughs> Uh, Travis Hunter has been doing a Bleacher Report show all season long. Uh-huh. He'll play like he played Dan Lanning's clip on Colorado in that media session. He did he laughed about was that with the one where he's in his giraffe suit? Yeah, I always love he wears the yeah the animal outfits. But he he played the Dion end of the season. Thank you to the players and and look, I I get the media was obsessed. The big noon kickoff was there for like three straight weeks. I I understand it. We talked a lot about it as well. Can we be honest and 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 real here? He did walk into maybe the worst absolutely job in Power Five based off of last year. He he increased the win total to four, and I know or or five, whatever it was, and I know it wasn't quite the season people thought he was going to have. It is Colorado, and I I I don't think he's going to be in a top ten recruiting situation ever. I think he's going to hit a lot of the portal. Sounds like Hunter's going to be back next year. I think he has to be. Yeah, it's only a second year of college. Shador can go if he wants. It sounds like he he may be able to convince Shador to do it again, although if Shador is as high as many people have him in the draft, he might have to leave. But if they get Shador and Travis Hunter back, you continue to try to build on the lines, both offense and defensive. You make the right hires. Like, yeah, they might not be winning the Big 12 next year, but I also want to be fair, even though the media ruined it for Dion. And Dion did bring noise to him. Like, it's year one. Let's see what year two is going to be. And I commend him. I'm glad he wasn't looking to leave. I've said it the whole time. I wouldn't leave. i just stay at Colorado. Whittingham's going to be gone soon at Utah. We know that. Mm-hmm. That's been loud for a while. The Big 12 is open, man. Utah's yes. going to be the best team in that conference. Right. And Colorado, man, if he if he keeps winning at Colorado, what do you think Colorado's going to do? Oh, that's right. He made him $100 million this year. They're going to keep paying him. He's going to be the king of Boulder. You don't have to go somewhere else. If Florida State, Alabama, like those jobs open up, those are the rarities of the of life. I think largely just stay at Colorado, keep trying yeah. to build. I agree with you there. It's, it, he, Colorado was in a horrible spot. It was, I think, it was all the media creation that that drove people upset. Like I've even seen tweets from this past weekend where I think it was RG three had a tweet was like, "We've never seen anybody ever do a coaching job like this." Mm-hmm. Turning around Colorado, See, and that 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 ruins and it. You're for, like, what? yeah, Mike McIntyre, I think, took them over from a one win program and won like five or six games in his first year. TCU won five games, <laughs> hired Sonny Dykes, and went to the national championship. It's a pretty amazing job. People also pointed to. I don't know if. Anybody, we haven't really talked about this because why would we? Although we will soon be big dirt and sprague. Oh. The coaching well. <laughs> the coaching job that happened at Northwest Northwestern won one game last year, fired their coach for hazing. Yeah. Promote they had an interim guy. they they won like seven games this year. He was the Big Ten coach of the year. He should be. What's his name? Coach. Exactly. I can't even tell you either off the top of my head. Is it they just gave him a contract extension? I can't even tell you. I mean, you're Northwestern. Like, that's what you should have done. You're not going to go get some big-name coach. Northwestern's expectation exactly what he did. Seven to eight wins. And I think that's a good little year for the old journalism institution. We'll give somebody a prize if you could text in the name of the Northwestern football coach. Uh, without Braun? Googling. Is it Braun? I think it's Braun. I think it starts with a B. I think it's a B name. But I did see that he won Big Ten Coach of the Year, as he yeah. should. Like, that's Ohio cool. State lost to Michigan again. Connor Stallions was the real coach for Michigan. Yeah, you can't give it to Harbaugh. He didn't coach half their games. Get out of here with Franklin. <laughs> like, that was a story of stories. Yeah. And I, I like that we at least acknowledge cool underlying stories of college football and not just, who are the top eight teams? There's really cool stories out there. Yeah. I know they don't reach expectations for everybody, but, like, Northwestern, 
Cal. Jed Fish this year at Arizona. Jed Fish at Arizona might be getting an extension soon. Like, there are some really good stories around the world of college football that I think happen that deserve some attention. All right, is Cam Ward worth a million dollars? We'll wrap up on a Wednesday. They're next on The Fan. Championship Week with Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Hey, right now, if you text Boston, B-O-S-T-O-N, to 503-864-6326, you'll be entered for a chance to win tickets to see the Dropkick Murphys at the Moda Center on February 17th, 2024. We're going to have tickets to give away the next two days as well. And uh, more details, 1080thefan.com. Again, Boston, B-O-S-T-O-N. 503-864-6326. Uh, Brock Heward ruffled some feathers yesterday. Or I don't even know if he did, but a report signing Brock Heward did. Uh, that Cam Ward, the quarterback at Washington State, has 10 offers of a million dollars or more already, which I should highlight is illegal, but nothing matters in college football. Is Cam Ward worth a million dollars? And I don't, I don't know what the value of a quarterback in college is. I see teams win with Let mediocre me quarter. I thought Kyle McCord was mediocre all year, but yeah, he's at Ohio State, so guess what? They won almost all their games. Let me ask you this: I don't feel cl- uh, qualified to discuss future Oregon quarterbacks because of my comments on Bo Nix. I should probably sit this one out. I nah. didn't feel great. Now he's going to win maybe a Heisman Trophy. I, I don't think you were big on Prukop either. You were right on that. Yeah, touche. Hey, one for two, not bad. If you were an Oregon fan, because there is a lot of chatter out there that they're going to go hard after Cam Ward and that they, they've already been in communication and that could end up happening and Cam Ward might be the heir apparent to Bo Nix for a year and then you see what you got with the other young guys developing. Yeah. What, what, what is that? If you're an Oregon fan, does that excite you? Do we like the idea of Cam Ward? Because he has, he has big playability. He plays well in big games. I think this weekend, kind of an example of that, although he had a couple of bad turnovers. He also has a bit of the Bo Nix vibe where it's like he has a lot of negative play. Takes a lot of big sacks, a lot of weird throws, like dumb decisions that I'm wondering is is mm-hmm. the juice worth the squeeze with Cam Ward? Well, he's also playing at Washington State. Very so like fair. sometimes not all the talent around him is the same as other quarterbacks in spots. Very fair. I, I don't know, man. Like, do you think Oregon gets to a playoff next year if Cam Ward's the quarterback? I think you got a shot. Yeah, I think they got a shot, too. You got a shot. Yeah, I I think I would have answered that very quickly instead of you two. I would have said yes, because what I would rely on is not necessarily just Cam Ward. The offense, and I don't know if Will Stein's going to stay or go, whatever. The offense is probably going to stay relatively the same. He'll just go find the next coordinator running that system. He is building up such a juggernaut on the defensive line, and the offensive line was the best in the conference. I don't know how much it's going to matter. If you can hand the ball off and have a 1,000-yard rusher, you have pass protection, you've got all these weapons. Like, Jerion Dickey's done largely nothing this year. I would imagine next year when Franklin leaves, he's going to have a bigger role. Yeah, he'll fill it, unless he transfers. He'll fill it. Yeah, unless he transfers, which, again, shouldn't have worn 99. But I I would have confidence in it. Does he choose Oregon or Washington? I don't know. hmm. And how does Cougar fan if he chooses Washington? As a diehard Duck fan. I don't know. I mean, Oregon would suck too, but not quite Washington level. (laughs) In-state rival would be... No, Washington level would be uh, heartbreaking. I will quickly sum up my point as a diehard Ducks fan. Double any other offer that any school gives him. Bring him in. He's the guy you want. Because there's going to be other quarterbacks in the portal. It's not just Cam Ward. Wait till Monday, and I think your jaw's going to drop of like, wow. 
Oh, yeah, no, I heard Van Dyke from Miami. There's going to be some oh. big names. Oh, wait till next oh. week. Wait till no, Monday. Oh, it's going to grow. I'm just saying, yeah. like, the names are already started to Will build. Howard no. out of Kansas State. I, I like Cam Ward. He's tall. I think he fits into what Oregon's doing. He throws the ball very, very well, and he He's runs. He's tall? Mm. Yeah. Is he not? Six, I thought he was like 6'1", six, 6'2". Is he 6'3"? <laughs> Somebody said, uh, as a Duck fan, I didn't want Bowen. I don't want Ward. <laughs> so, Would yeah, you rather have Ward or Childs? One feels like a little building with. Another yeah. one feels like, oh, it's our quick, you know. <laughs> I think I go Ward for the known commodity. Really? For the known commodity aspect of it. Your mistake. I think Childs will end up being the better quarterback. Is he ready to be that quarterback next year? He was ready this year. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There you go. Good little show. If you missed it, go check the Service Patriots podcast, 1080thefan.com. By the way, leave him alone. Let him stay in Corvallis, please. Don't touch him. All right. Please. Stay away. Please. That would be tough. Can you imagine if Aiden Childs went Shut to Heisman up. in an Oregon uniform? Shut up. Can you imagine that? Dude, we're going to fight. <laughs> be tough. And then after I beat you in a fight, I'm going to wear my punts sweatshirt. <laughs> Josh Pate was on the show. He was great talking college football for like a half hour. It screwed up the clock, but we loved it anyways. Thanks for being a part of our Wednesday, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next, listening to 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.